Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Let's kick off our Friday. Senator Susan McDonald, she's uh, been at the Wagyu Conference um, and this week has just been unbelievable. Um, it's been a real success and, Senator, an industry that is absolutely booming within the industry. That's exactly right, Ben. Good morning to you. And the reason why uh, the Wagyu Association, I think, is so successful is that it's brought people from all over Australia and they had a lineup of speakers that was uh, second to none, including Professor Paul Wood, who everybody would remember, who's been so strong on uh, plant-based protein and cell-based uh, protein. Uh, Diana Rogers from the US, who's yeah. doing a lot of education. We had her on like, yesterday. We had her on oh, yesterday. Unbelievable. Well, you know she? how yeah. terrific she is, yeah. uh, as well as industry experts from right around the world talking about uh, about uh, wagyu meat, but also about why beef is a great nutritional source. People from right around the country, and I just want to do a shout out if I can, then, because uh, Cyclone uh, uh, Ilsa went right over the top of Pardu Roadhouse at Pardu Station. And the owner, Bruce Chung, was there. Uh, he lost 19 centre pivots. Truck was blown hundreds of metres. I've really been uh, badly affected. But very happily, uh, he was uh, a winner for one of the categories, his beef. It was bred by Peter Hughes' operation, um, but he had a Wagyu cross uh, animal that, that came up as uh, successful. And I thought that was... Just a little thing that hopefully may have made that week just a little bit better for those people. And that's the thing that a lot of people need to realise, that this this industry, it's got some serious legs, hasn't it? Massive legs. Well, it does. And, you know, at risk of getting a talking breeds, because everybody feels passionately about the breed that they run, uh, the Wagyu operations are are saying that they are enjoying – a whole lot of attributes that make them an easier uh, herd to run, that they're being successful, whether it be from far western Australia uh, into the Territory, central Queensland, uh, or as far south as as Victoria. And, of course, um, in Japan, as far north as Hokkaido Island, where it gets very cold, um, in the US. uh, We heard examples in the UK. It it was very interesting and... um, and I think everybody who's there, about 650 people, um, at the very least, will have enjoyed catching up with friends. But it was a very interesting, stimulating conference. Um, I, I hate to talk about her, but the behaviour of Senator Lydia Thorpe uh, on the weekend has been unacceptable again. We talked about her on numerous occasions with what she's been doing. It's embarrassing, Um it, 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 David Littleproud said that there needs to be a change of the constitution so there can be some changes made. But this is what happens when you vote for Greens and I know that's a generalisation but we've now seen we've got a, a senator that is out of control and who's doing nothing but absolutely disrespecting the whole the whole realm of politics. It, 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 it is, it is a, a very, very embarrassing, difficult situation now that the government find themselves in because of Lydia Thorpe? Well, it's a high bar. When you're going to stand for public office, when you're going to put yourself up to serve your community, there is an expectation, whether you like it or not, that you will uh, act to a certain standard of behaviour. And it's not good enough to say, well, that's a private life. Uh, That is, she is now a senator for Victoria and the expectations are she will provide 
high level, she's an example to young people who might be looking at, do I want to go up and serve for my country? Uh, but it is, it is ridiculous. Um, she behaves nearly equally as badly in the Senate. Um, and, you know, just for her own self-respect, she should be, she should be standing down. I'm finding that this yes vote is, in a lot of ways, Senator, and this movement is really dividing a nation when we have worked tirelessly for years to try and get all on the same page and this is just creating so much unrest and division which is completely unnecessary. Well, Ben, that is the tragedy of this is that Prime Minister Albanese has introduced this constitutional uh, change question in a way that has divided the nation. Be clear, this is on his head. This is not about bringing Australia together. He has gone about it in a divisive way designed to try and uh, split the the coalition away. Um, Be very clear. I've heard some commentators talk about this being a modest proposal. I mean, that is a, a patently untrue thing to say. A modest proposal would have been constitutional recognition and then would have been uh, a legislated voice, a process, but it would not have included the voice into the Constitution in this way. I think what he's done is wrong, and you are absolutely right. From communities right across Australia, within families, within traditional owner families, within uh, every family in this country, there is now division because the government... Uh, has gone with such an extreme model, such a dangerous model, that could see uh, the the process of government, the process of approvals, of funding uh, for projects just grind to a halt. This is truly one of the most shocking things I think we could ever see a government take to take to a referendum, uh, and it's it's incredibly disappointing that 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 leadership group, Albo and the Labor uh, cabinet cannot see from their inner city uh, towers, they cannot see the terrible division that they're bringing with a question that will not improve the lives of disadvantaged Aboriginal people. There's there's a, a good understanding of that. Even the people I know who are saying, I think I'm going to vote yes, are saying, well, I understand this is just about empowering an elite group of 24 people. This is not about uh, changing the lives on the ground. This is about empowering uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of new bureaucrats uh, who will be paid, you know, billions of dollars to run um, and advise on on the voice. But it will not change the lives of disadvantaged kids in remote communities, of elderly people who need to uh, seek greater community empowerment, not this centralised bureaucratic process. But Ben, you're right. That is all that I'm hearing is the division, the distrust, and for Aboriginal Australians, jobs taken up, um, great careers, building their families, building businesses. They're saying this is not what we want. Stop! But no. yet we're going to have elites in the cities who are driving the yes vote uh, and and driving division. It is devastating. It really is. Talk to me about the reemergence of China. Um, there's been a lot of talk about it of recent times. Has it got legs? Well, the the uh, reintroduction of uh, barley into the into trade with China uh, is a positive step for Australian farmers. I think we could be cautiously optimistic that that trade has reopened. But I would just say that one of the things we've learned in the last couple of years is that you just don't want to put all your eggs into one basket. 
make sure that you're trading with a few different customers, that you're never again in the situation of having your a trade shut down overnight, as happened to the uh, painted uh, lobsters, as happened to uh, live coral trout, the wine industry, to beef with the five abattoirs that were closed down or closed out. Uh, this is this is a commercial risk management issue, and uh, and so I'm, I'm encouraged to see that barley is back on the table. But we just have to be clear that we have to be prudent in the way that we establish our trade relationships. That we have a broad range of of companies and customers who want to buy from Australian farmers and graziers who are doing an exceptional job of only one percent of the population growing food and fibre that allows everybody else to to go about, hold down a job, but not have to go out into their veggie gardens, not having to run a cow or a pig. 1% of the country does all the food growing for the rest of us. We should be very grateful for that. They do it to a very high standard, and we should be making sure that our regulations uh, and trade agreements are all supporting that process and not in any way hindering them. Yeah, well said. Quickly, Anzac Day next Tuesday. There's no more important day. Uh, we're going to talk with Dennis Pollard a little later about cards of honour and just what that, that means. But we are very, very uh, aware just the importance of next Tuesday. It really is, Ben. It is a day that every year I am incredibly moved and humbled uh, and grateful for the sacrifice that so many Australians have made whether it be in France and Europe in World War One, whether it be more recently in, in Vietnam and, and Afghanistan and other conflicts, we should be uh, incredibly grateful to our servicemen and women and their families who have also sacrificed so much. And I think in the US, they acknowledge their service people when they get on planes in, in queues. They have a really conscious way of making sure that they're constantly saying, Thank you. Thank you for your service. And uh, and on Tuesday morning, I'll be in Townsville. I'll be at the service there. And uh, and I'll be saying thank you again to Phil Thompson, my um, uh, my colleague, who's the member for Herbert, uh, amongst others in the in the coalition uh, and Labor ranks who've served their country. Uh, it, is, it is something that I don't think we can ever be grateful enough. And we need to remember that for our veterans, for how we care for them, and how we talk about them and how we support them. Yeah, well said. Appreciate your time. Thanks for making yourself available every Friday. Senator Susan McDonald, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, Ben. See you later. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. We're going to go to Tina Stewart. She joins us next from the Central Highlands around this rezoning. So much to get through this morning on this busy Friday, the 21st of April on Rural Queensland today.